Hallelujah. You know, it seems like every time, and this is good, every time that the Lord gives me what to minister, honestly, I have at least one confirmation on what the minister, and not that I need a confirmation, of course, but Wednesday night, uh, Sister Karen hit on just a tad bit on this. Sister Kim hit on this just a minute ago. I told Brother Russell, I thought, he's about to preach my sermon. But, no, that's, it's, it's a confirmation. And here's the thing. God knows exactly what He's doing. God knows exactly what He's doing. And you know, God never runs out of words. Topics that we minister on can go on for years. Because there's such an impact. I heard one minister say that God, of all the words that God speaks, God told him, says, I can say so much and not repeat myself once. So much word taking place. Amen? In this, what I call New Year, we're in the fourth month. But when we are in Christ, there's a newness. Every day. Every day. Our bodies might feel torn down, rugged and all this, but every day is a new day. is newness in us. What we've got to do is allow that newness to come forth. It's our choice. It's our choice to do so. I want to minister on this morning on the greater one lives in us. The greater one lives in us. I shared some of this in a class here back in January uh, in Sister Karen's class. There's an understanding that God is the greater one. Jesus is the greater one. The Holy Spirit is the greater one. Because you got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen? I'd like to start out this morning on at uh, John chapter 14, verse 10. Be reading 10 through 12. We have the ability to do exactly what God has called us to do. There's times that we, we uh, when He calls us, say, how am I going to do this? See, we get to the place. You know, when, you, when He wants you to finance something, you're like, how am I going to do this? Well, the problem is, if He calls us to do something, He's providing. Amen? He's providing. And there can be businesses. Let me tell you something. If you feel in your heart, 
and you have a desire in a business, it may cost you a million dollars. It might cost you a quarter of a million dollars. We have to understand one thing. We must understand one thing. When you are a Christian business person, when you're in the full-time ministry, wherever God sets us, God is the one that provides. Million-dollar business. You you know what? Any more million dollars is nothing. Ten years ago, but think about it. A million dollars, now they're talking about in the billions and in the trillions of dollars. Amen? But one thing we can understand, my God, our God, supplies all of our needs. What happens is we allow the circumstance that God has given to us to believe for, it has become our need. It's not supposed to become our need. Amen? But with the greater one that lives in us, we know we can trust in Him. We wake up every morning. If we have the thought, oh my goodness, it's morning again. We need need to change that attitude. Because God gave us a new day. We have been blessed with a new day. And the greater one lives in us. It don't matter if you go to a job that you don't care for, praise God. The greater one lives in us. You may travel. Oh, i got to go to Florida. You know, who they don't like going to Florida. Or Texas, whatever. But it's an excitement to say, Okay, God, send me to whoever you have for me to speak to there. If it's not, let me tell you something. You got just because you're on a job, I don't mean you're going to go start preaching to someone during the hours you got to work. Someone may come up to you and say, "Sister, can you can you pray for keep me in prayer?" Sure, sure. There's been times that someone say, "Why well, they had a headache?" I just you know I just go and put my hand on them and say, "In Jesus' name, you're healed." It's something that he was showing me. That you, just the contact. I like what Brother um, uh, Todd Bailey said. He likes when he's just touching, being able to touch someone. Just going, because that, he releases that anointing. You don't have to say a big old prayer. In Jesus' name, you're healed. Jesus didn't. If thou canst believe. If thou can, can believe, all things are possible. He didn't have to say, well, you know, da, 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 da. He, He just spoke the Word. And as you lay hands and say, in Jesus' name, you're healed. Is that it? It's all it needs to be. Amen? John chapter 14, verse 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Now let's grab a hold of he doeth the works. When he call, when God calls us to do something, 
He does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. The Amplified says, in verse 11 through 12, Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the very works themselves. See, it's the works that God does through us. It's not the person. It's not the represented. It's the actual work that God does through us. If you cannot trust me, at least let these works that I do in my Father's name convince you. Verse 12, I say, I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, if anyone, anyone steadfastly believes in me, he will himself be able to do the things that I do, and he will do them, do them even greater, even greater things than these, because I go to my, the Father. Greater. Something that really I had a hard time understanding, like how, you know, I've heard it before, how can you do things greater than what Jesus did? It's like, you know, the questions have come up. How can I do, how can we do greater? Well, when we understand what greater means, then there's revelation that comes forth. Greater is more. It's larger. Larger things. More things. Because, honestly, Jesus had so much time. Jesus had so much time. But guess what? When we received Jesus and we chose to do the work, we are the extension of Jesus. We're the ones that go forth. We're the ones that do continuously what Jesus stopped off at. What He finished here on earth. We continue that work. We continue to go out and minister where God says to minister. Amen? Jesus never went anywhere the Father didn't tell Him to go. Jesus, as you read in, in the four Gospels, you could see that when Jesus went, He was interrupted. He was interrupted. They came to Him. They, they drew to Him. You know what? Like Brother Russell, when he goes to do a job, the anointing that's on him, they will be drawn to you. They're drawn to him. Because the anointing. There's a ministry inside that. That you can minister. We can minister to anybody that God sends our way. And there's sometimes there's people that we like you're you're surprised to see, but God says, I sent them to you. I sent them to you, to minister to you, to, to them. 
more works, more things that we are to do as we are obedient to Him. When Jesus, when Jesus being our connection to God, the Father, He is the one that does the work as He did through Jesus, the only, the, the, for they are one. One more time, with Jesus being our connection, He is our connection to God. He's the one that, that God that can work through us. He is how He can work through us. And as we abide in Him, we abide in Him, we stay connected to Him. Amen? Causing the greater works to take place. You know, some people, I, I just don't... I just don't know why God called me to do so. Because He has anointed you. And guess what? We know that we are not our own. We're not our own. We are bought with a price. When Jesus died on the cross, He, he paid the price so we could be pulled out of sin. by receiving, When we received Jesus as our Lord said, we was pulled out of sin. So we could choose Him. So we could say, Father, use me. Think, think about it this way. Jesus, in the situation that you was in, the situation that you was in, that you thought, there's no way that I could get out of this. There's no way that I could get out of this. But He sent the one person to be able to minister to you to me, that we was convinced by the Holy Spirit that I'm able to be free. Some people say, I've gone too far. When the greater one is at work. The greater one is at work. Nothing can stop him. Nothing can stop him. Greater works, more works shall you do because the greater one lives in us. He lives in you. He lives in me. God is the one that, who does the works through us. So, say, you know, we hear some going, well, thank you, thank you, you know. We appreciate the honor, but it's God is the one that does the works. We're just a vessel, Amen. We have to be the obedient vessel to be used by Him for Him to work through us. We've got to be. It don't matter if you don't... If, sometimes we don't want to do it. But you know what? Whenever He tells us to do something, there's someone's life's going to be changed. Not everybody likes going to the hospital. Not everybody likes going to the nursing home. But He knows what He put in you. He knows what He put in me. The way we can go and minister to someone, there's, He says, speak this to them. For example, we was at a nursing home years ago. And this is just an example of the old... of how He leads. We was praying for different ones. And as we came in front of this one, 
was felt to impress to ask him if he knew if he knew if he knew God, knew Jesus. He said no. He said, Would you like to? He said, No. I said, Would you like to know God? No. I think it's three times. I was I I had to be able to I didn't feel impressed. You know, usually when someone said, No, I don't you go on. I said, Would you like to know him? Yes. God, God was, the Holy Spirit was working on him. If I come to find out, as we prayed with him, he was one of the main ones they was trying to get saved. But all we can say is we were obedient to do so. We were, it's not, it's not put on pedestal. It's just an example that some people that you minister to is, may have the hardest heart. You're thinking, you're going to have to do this, God, because I, I know this person, or I've seen this person, but nothing's impossible to him. We can do it. I didn't know this man. We didn't know this man. But when it was like, stay there. And you could tell. I mean, it's, but God knew exactly what He was doing. He knew exactly what He was using us to do. He knew what that that man's that man's life was on the line. And as we all know, when someone's in the hospital, even in the hospital, and they're they're in a critical condition because that's a lot of times the last place. A lot of times, Amen. But we know that Jesus does the works. Greater works, greater works brought that man to salvation because of what God spoke to him. It ain't man speaking, it's God speaking. See, we, we could have gone on, but no, God wasn't done yet. God wasn't done questioning. God wasn't done, you want to receive. Natural man would say, just go on, you know, he, he had his chance. But the mercy of God, the grace of God, was there, ready to, to receive Him. That's why it's important for the body of Christ to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit on what to do. Jesus said in His Word that He only did what He saw the Father do. Can you go ahead and go to John 5.19, please? John 5.19. This is something that is important for all ministers. We're all, we're all ministers of the gospel. But it's something that we, we as the body of Christ, have, have got to realize. We do not speak on our own terms. Amen? Then answered Jesus, verse 19, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of Himself. The Son can do nothing of Himself. Not adding to and not taking away, but we could actually say, I, Rusty, or Kim, or Br- Russell, can do nothing of themselves. 
we is not of ourselves, but what He seeth the Father do. For what things wherever He doeth, these also the Son likewise. When we're ministering to someone, again, when you're, when you're sharing something and you're like, okay, and God, you're not done yet. You're not done yet. You're not done yet. You think you are. You're not done yet. Amen. He only did what he saw. People say, well, why didn't he do this? Because he didn't see or hear the Father say do that. He only did exactly what the Father said to do. Hallelujah. In John twelve forty nine through fifty Nick, if you would please. Instead what his father said. John chapter twelve verse forty nine. I think I might have said the wrong one, I apologize. This this right here is important. Verse 49, For I have not spoken of Myself, but the Father which sent Me, He gave Me a commandment. What, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that His commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I, whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. That's why it's so important as ministers, whether it be a pulpit minister, whether it be praise the Lord, as God speaks it, we speak it. Amen? Because God does not do anything on accident. You know, the question, again, why me, Lord? Because He has anointed us. He has appointed us to do. And we can reach those that others can't. We can reach those that others can't. And the Holy Spirit says, speak this. You speak it and boom, it opens their ears. It opens their heart. They say, I've been needing to hear that. I've used this as an example before, but you, you know, you could be walking down the sidewalk and all of a sudden, look, the Holy Spirit says there's going to be someone that comes to buy you and they need to, they need to hear that God loves them. And when you say that, they say, I've been needing to hear that. There's so much turmoil in the world today that we need to know. Even as a body of Christ, God loves us. And He gave His only Son for us. We just celebrated, and let me tell you, we don't have to wait till whatever month it is that we celebrate Easter or Resurrection Sunday. We can celebrate Jesus' resurrection every day because He is risen. He represents Himself in us every day as we rise up. Every morning when we rise up, it's a newness in us. It's like we resurrect every day. Because there's so much deadness in the world today. There's so much deadness that tries to get on us. 
that when we rise up, I'm up. Because guess what? When you rise up, Jesus rises up. As the, as the perfect representation, Jesus rises up say, I'm up, devil. And guess what? Jesus is up. So where I walk, Jesus is already walking with me. As I go, Jesus is always walking with me. Amen? Because the greater one lives in us. The greater one lives in us. And this new year, greater things are taking place. And And a confession that I use, try to use every day, greater works are working through in me. Greater works are working through me. It's not my works, but His works. His works are working through me. And it will raise the dead. It will cause blind eyes to open. It will save the lost. This year is an important year. And I'm not talking about November. I'm not talking about November. I'm talking about the great year of the manifestation of the Word of God. Everything, every hindrance that's in our way is being removed. If you can believe, if you can, whatever, I like what Brother Copeland said. He was waiting. You know, he usually gets year by year on what, you know, about the year. And one day he said, Lord, this minister, the great year. And he was waiting. He was waiting for more information, more revelation. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. But he shared, it was like weeks gone, weeks gone. And as he was getting ready, I I believe it was when he was getting ready to do his department letter, he said, Spirit of the Lord says, whatever you can believe, what, whatever your faith is, wherever your faith is, what you can believe in the Word, you can have it in 2016. So my, I encourage all of us to increase our faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Every debt paid for, canceled, however God we are believing for, it's taken care of, souls being one, our families coming to know Jesus in Jesus' name. When we're called to go someplace, as Pastor called to go, it's paid for. When we go and called to go wherever we go, whether it be to Joplin, whether it be to Arkansas, wherever we it's paid for because where we can believe, what we can believe, it shall be done. Million dollar contracts, it shall be done. It's not about how, it's not about what we get. It's about 
who is the one supplying it. People say, well, how did you get it? God. God. Because the greater one works through us. He works in us in Jesus' name. Just think of this way. When we say the name of Jesus, there's so much power, there's no comparison that when we say the name of Jesus, demons have to bow. He didn't say that we won't have trouble. He did not say that. But the Holy Spirit is here to guide us. Hallelujah. And I know that this commandment is life. Everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore. Let me add something in there. It's not adding to taking away. I believe this is the Holy Spirit. I do not speak. We do not speak of myself. As the Father. Life is in the Father. God and Him are one. And He and God is one. And guess what? We and Him, them are one. That would take a lot of denominations and aggravate them. You're supposed to separate. No. You know why? The reason why a lot of denominations are not seeing what they're wanting to see and that they have to do it man's way is because they're separating God. They work one, as one. Religion. we got to stay away from religion. What man calls religion. There's a pollution there. Amen? Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So I speak. Commandment. Direction. He spoke. That's so important. As the body of Christ and ministers of the, of the Word of God, we have the same responsibility to minister what He says to minister. We are held accountable for it. Boy. A lot of the trash that's being spoken today that we hear of, the pollution. I'm going to call it pollution. It's causing a confusion in the church itself. 
We need to know the truth. We must know the truth. That the devil can pollute it, he will. All it takes is for a person to receive the wrong information. I'm so thankful that here we receive only the right information, the right word, and we will not. Let me tell you something. I say, I can, you know, we probably all, when we study, we receive what God says. Because we've been taught. You know, many years that we've been here, we receive the word. And you know what? You get a, when someone talks about something, about scripture, you're like, they don't sound right. You know why? Because we've been taught the word. He said, I speak and I know that this commandment is life everlasting. See, if we want to speak a life everlasting word, if we want to speak a life everlasting commandment, we've got to speak exactly what he said. Because the enemy will try to say, say this. What it is, is he's twisting it. We cannot go out, sin all we can come into the church. We can't do it. Like one, uh, one uh, saying that we've seen this week. If the devil was thrown out of heaven because of sin, what makes you think you can get into heaven with sin? You can't. You can't. I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. This is what has got to be spoken, what He says, for the greater things to take place. There's times that we have a request, we pray, but like, how do I, but the best thing to do is pray and say, Father, give me the words to say. Because, you know, we've had things that we're trying to believe, we believe God for, but we don't know how to pray for it. Give me the words to speak. We pray in the Spirit. And we can ask for the interpretation. We can inter- He can give us the interpretation. But as we speak, He says, pray this way. Pray this way. Because there's times that we may have this mind battle going on. Say, Father, I need help. I don't know. I've got, He knows what's going on. My mind's going this way. My mind's going that. Give me what to pray, I ask. And He will. He will. If I need peace, Father, I just thank You for the peace. It's already been given to me. The greater one lives in us. We have the greater one every day. We have life through Him. You feel a symptom in your body and the devil is trying to tell you you're going to die. So we're trying to listen to the devil. Worries try to rise up. 
in a roundabout way. That's what he was pretty much telling Eve in a deceptive way. Eat this. But he didn't. He said that you will not die. You will not die. But guess what? He lied. Every time the devil comes to us, he's going to lie. It sounds like the truth, but he's going to lie. But guess what? We have the Holy Spirit ministering to us. We've got the greater one in us saying, don't listen to that. And we've got, we've got to work on this daily. It's not just today I'm, I'm okay, I can go for another week. No. The devil's on the run every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, doing whatever he can to distract you. He comes up to you and tries it and he, he fails. He's not, he's not done yet, but he, he, he tries to figure out and he comes back to you and, you know, you might have some, five different things that you're familiar with. See, he can't tempt you with anything that you're not familiar with. He might tell you that your 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 family member lost their business. That's exactly what's going to happen to you. That's the life in the pit of hell. That's the life in the pit of hell. Because if God called me to open a business, He called me to listen to Him. He called me to to hear what He said on every. Every bit, you know, I'm not saying we're going to make every decision right. But it's an opportunity that we can listen to the Holy Spirit say, okay, what, what do I need to do on this? Because there's times that, you know, you get business people come to you and say, I need to know, can you do it now? Can you do it now? And the Holy Spirit might say, tell them no. Tell them no. Well, this is a big, big, this is a big contract. Tell them no. Because God will give us peace. He won't come, he won't come up to you and say, you gotta do it now or it's never. It's never. Because God wants us to plan. He's, he's got, he's got things, he's already got things in order, but for us to do it, we gotta go step by step by step. I'm not going to say that a brother or sister in the Lord come up to you in something that the Lord's already ministered to you on, that He ministers to you. Don't mean you just don't. You can say, yes. He might tell you, do it. One thing is important that we say what the Father says. Do what the Father says. It's a, it's, it's an, it's a work in progress. We, it's something that we got, we all, as a body of Christ, have to work on. Amen? One thing for us to remember, doing the things God has called us to do, it's, it's a great responsibility. Doing His Word, ministering His Word, sharing His Word is a great responsibility because God trusts us with His Word. 
the creator of heaven and earth, our creator, trusts us with his word. That's the greatest responsibility ever. Amen? Because here's the thing, get this. What we say, according to His Word, can happen. You say, what do you mean it can happen? Because it's up to us to use His Word to do it. It's up to us to use His Word to do it. He said, anything you ask in my name, that will I do. That it may glorify the Father. It's important to say, Father, I just glorify you. I praise you for this. You say, the deal isn't done. I praise you. I praise you, Father. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. When we praise Him before it happens, we praise Him during the time it's processed, and we praise Him after. Because that's telling Him, my trust is in you. Not by what I see. Not by what I see. But my trust is in you. That you're going to take care of it. Greater works shall we do because the Father works through us. Amen? Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Greater works have been really on my mind. Greater works... It's, it's what gives God the glory. And that's why we as a body of Christ should look at it. It's what gives Him glory. Let me tell you, if He supplies all of our need, that means everything that we have necessity of, need of, He's already provided it. He's already given it to us. All we got to do is believe Him. All we got to do is speak His Word. Do what He says. Say what He says. And you know what? That's the work. Because sometimes our body don't want to do it. Well, guess what? That's what we got to work on ourselves. Amen? Verse 15, And He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Now, we've heard this before, but there's something to emphasize. These signs shall follow them that believe. See, you must believe before it can take place. Amen? He said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible. You're not going to see a sign. You're not going to see a sign before. Unless you're helping someone else. You're seeing signs. But guess what? It's still it's after. It's following. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall lay, they shall take up serpents, and they don't mean grab them like that and play with them. And that means it's actually it's actually referring, I believe it is back to when Paul apostle was picking up sticks and that viper came on him. Okay. You can be bit by a snake, but it not affect you. You can be a bit by a snake, but not affect you.
Not saying you're going to be. Because we got the leading by the Holy, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If they drink any deadly thing, we know we have the wisdom. That mean we don't mean we're going to go out and drink it. But if we accidentally drink something that is not good, it shall not hurt us. We shall not tempt the Lord thy God. Amen. It shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I believe we are going to see more of the manifestations in these areas. In this church. I don't mean circus. I don't mean drinking. I mean the healing. Words being changed. Let me tell you. What was the attention? What was the attention when Jesus walked earth? The healing. Miracles. He did. You lay hands on the sick and the legs start coming back out. You lay hands on the, on the, you know, the lame, the, the, or the fable, I think it is. The ones that don't have hands and all of a sudden the hand comes out. Come on. If thou canst only believe. If you can believe. I believe we can. I believe we are. I believe we will. It goes beyond what our mind can say, Holy Spirit, help me to understand this. Because the greater one works in us. Greater works. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken this, spoken unto them, He was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them. If we do not feel the Lord is working with us, we've got to stop and say, okay, Holy Spirit, am I out of line? That's why we hear, we hear pastors and others, if, 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 if I'm not called, I'm not going. If I'm not covered, I'm not going. Amen? The Lord working with us. Is you can do, honestly, you can do a work for God and be out of the will of God. He calls you to go to Florida and you go to Texas. You're in the wrong place. So, I mean, yeah, it is human. It is. But you think about it. God doesn't stutter. He don't change his mind. He tells us exactly. Go here. You might have a business deal in, in back down in Fayetteville and even in Louisiana. He calls you need to go down here and deal with them. You say well, in a bakery? Who says you can't travel? Who says you can't travel? 
He says you can't have something that where you can go and make it anywhere that He called you to go. You never know. He may minister to you to go to one of these relief areas and say, make these cakes for these people. You say, why would He call you into a relief area? God knows exactly what He's doing. We don't have to question God. You said it. I go. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. And the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. His word will not come back void unto himself. As we speak it by faith, it will manifest. It will manifest. If God told you of a business deal that you haven't seen take place, continue believing for it. And I'm reminded about something. And I believe it's still true. Expansion. 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 It don't matter if a person is rented out or bought out a place. Expansion. The thing about it is, you say, well, I was looking at that place that was sold. It could be that God's using that person to buy it so they can give it to you. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. They can say, I don't know why I bought I don't even need this building. But God, um, you can have it. You can have it. Even if they say you can have it for this price. God could call someone up to give you a check the next 30 minutes and say, I don't know, God said the minister to give this price to you. With the greater one living in us, we can do anything. Our dreams, our dreams are given us from God. Now, some things seem far-fetched, probably are. Okay? Honestly. If you see, you know, you see on TV, you see these far-fetched moves, like, uh, because it is, it's being done by computers. Okay? But when God tells us to do something, He makes a way for us to do it. He makes a way for us to do it. Even if it's a million dollars. Guess what? How you get that million dollars is none of our business. Say, Father, you're the one who said it. You're the one who provided. Amen? Because I've, in years past, I felt like I was supposed to do something, which I knew I was supposed to do something, but I was trying to plan it on my, our own finances. How am I going to do this? There's some things I'm looking at now. It's like, it's going to cost, everything we look at costs money. But it's like, I don't believe we're the ones that have to do it. We believe Him for it. Even in ministry. 
You know, you say a hundred dollars on something that ain't no big, you know, anymore, no big deal. But it may cost thousands of dollars for the ministry. But God has a plan. He has placed in us what He has for us to do. And what we got to do is say, Father, wherever you say, here I am. Send me. I'm yours to command. Amen? We go into, when we say unto all the world, you may, we may not, you may not go to Philippines. You may not go to Mexico. You may not go to Honduras. You may, you may go to Joplin, Missouri. You may go to Grove, Oklahoma. You may go to Dallas, Texas. That's into all the world. Anderson, Missouri is all the world. Come on now. It's part of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. And what we call the Great Commission, Jesus told His disciples to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The Amplified Version says, of the whole human race. This is the same command that we have today. It hasn't changed, and it won't change. It won't change. What we've got to do is just be obedient to do it, and I believe we are. I believe we are. I won't ask you this. I believe we are. Amen? He has anointed us to go and minister where He calls us to go. Again, if He calls us to go to Florida, you provide the way. He tells us to go to Texas. You provide the way. Amen? And sometimes it's even fun to go. It's fun. Road trip. You know what I'm saying? You think of that? You know, who hasn't one time, at least one time in their life had a moment that the next day you went on a trip? It wasn't a planned trip. You might have went to Kansas City. You might have went to Texas. You might have went to Kentucky, you might have went somewhere. But it's also an opportunity to say, Father, this may be a business, or this may be a family deal, or this may be to use me. If someone's there that needs to be used, or needs to be ministered to, use me. Amen? That's an opportunity, even though we don't think of it. Amen? We will see the greater works take place for God is working through us. The greater one, Jesus, who is in us, made us overcomers. We, in the world we see, we see violence. We see deception. But we don't have to be concerned about being hurt. Because if we go, He's going to protect us. Amen? If you would, go with me to 1 John 4, 4. First John 4, 4. And it's not a fact that when you go someplace, you may be in danger. 
There, there's times that we have attacks in our minds. The enemy just coming to you, just lie, just saying all this stuff. You're getting this, or you know your family members is this. We overcome because the greater ones in us. We overcome. We overcome mind battles. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is He that is in us than he that is in the world. We do not have to be concerned. We do not have to be scared. about the turnout in November. We don't have to be scared. We don't have to be concerned. Because as the body of Christ, whatever decisions made, and this is in the, the decisions of the people, as the body of Christ, He's, his authority, His protection. In Him we abide. We don't have to be affected by that. You might see jobs being lost all over the place, all the way around us, but guess what? Your job is not lost. You might be seeing people, unfortunately, dying, but you live. Destruction all the way around us. We pray for, you know, when I uh, do my best, whenever I see someone that has passed away, I pray for their family, you know, just kind of say, Father, be with their family, you know, give them peace. May not know them, don't matter. Give them peace. But we are overcomers. No matter how things go at the end of the year, we are overcomers. This is not called the great year for nothing. This is called the great year for something. And that something is whatever you can believe. Whatever you put your faith in. Have your faith for. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. That million dollar business shall come to pass. That bakery that may not be looking like things are taking place, it's going to come to pass. The businesses that don't look like we're getting, it looks like it's going to shut down. Uh-uh. If God says, keep on, it's going to come to pass. Amen? We have the favor of God. We have the favor of God. We love God. We love God. First John chapter five.
verse 1. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. We have faith in it. We have faith in it. Amen. Everyone that loveth Him, that begot, begot loveth Him also, that is begotten of Him. But this we know, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love, when we love God and keep His commandments. When we keep His commandments, honestly, it's automatically. You say, how is it automatically? Because you don't want to do anything else but to love one another. You don't, I mean, it's an automatic. When you get married, when you get married, you don't go, you don't go to a separate house or go back to your parents. You, you, it's the fact that you know, you go to the house that you bought or the, the house that you rent or whatever it is. Amen. You know, it's automatic. It's like your life's become one. When you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your life became one in Him. You didn't have, there is no doubt, oh, did I just get saved? You know you got saved. Your life changed, praise God. Amen? Hallelujah. For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. For, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? We believe. It's like this song says, we believe in God the Father. We have faith in Him. In Him do we have our faith. Not in our finances. Not in our job. Not in our family. Amen? We love our family. But not in our family. Not in our TVs. Not in our homes. Not in our cars. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? It's not faith in them. That is what we enjoy. We enjoy. If you have a 60-inch TV in your house, praise God. Just saying. But it's not the fact of the items that you have. It's the fact that our relationship is with Him and that what we have in our house is not taken first place over Him. Amen? Believeth in the Greek is to have faith. Have faith in, upon, or with respect to a person or thing. It gives credit. Amen? We entrust Him. We commit our life to Him to trust Him. To obey Him. There are times that we deal with situations during the day. The devil will use people and mind games to attack us. But guess what? We overcome. And believe it or not, a person can be used, can be deceived to being used to attack someone else. We see it 
Go back all the way back to the beginning. The devil knew if he could deceive deceive Eve, he could get to Adam. That's what we got to be cautious to. That's what we got to be sensitive to the Spirit. Because sometimes we think, our loved ones ain't going to upset us. Our loved ones ain't going to try to deceive us. But you know what? They can. Not that they mean to. That's why we got to be cautious. That's why if, if they don't sound right, more than likely they ain't right. Amen? Then we can pray for each other say, I pray for them. Amen? Because the one thing that the enemy is trying to do, we stand in, the, in this great nation, is strife. What we got to be careful with, cautious with, is that we don't allow ourselves to be a part of it, of the strife. Like it has been said, the one way to bring a nation down, and we can even say this, and one way to bring a church down is from the inside. Look what happened to Judas, one of the twelve. The finance boy, finance boy, but it don't have to be in the finance. It can be anything. I don't think they're doing things right. You better pray. Now I'm saying it in general. Amen. If I have a thought that this don't sound right, I better pray. Because if I let that get out of hand, that's the foot, foot, the foot area for the devil. It may sound right. It may look right, but we know it's not right. Amen? He will try to put things in our mind to think about and to get our mind mind and focus off of God and His Word. See, if He can pull us away from His Word, God's Word, then He knows that our faith will not increase. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Our faith is attacked daily. Amen? One thing to remember, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can overcome anything that he brings, the devil brings against us. Hallelujah. We, we, make sure, we must make sure that we don't leave an open door letting Satan in. 2 Corinthians 2.11 says, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, we are not ignorant of his devices. We're aware of them. And unfortunately, there's some people we see it happen to them, we're aware that hey, they've been attacked this way. I've got to be cautious. Amen? As we read the Word of God, we learn of the enemy's devices. The Holy Spirit will, le- will let us know if the devil is going to attack. We just have to be open to the Holy Spirit and listen to Him, for He is speaking. We can overcome the devil's attacks. Amen? John sixteen thirteen. Howbeit when He, the Spirit of truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth, for He shall not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He shall hear, that shall He speak, and He shall 
He will shew you things to come. Don't that sound familiar? What Jesus told us? He, will, he only says what the Father says. And guess why? He shows us things to come. Okay, Holy Spirit revealed to me. What do I need to know? And He will. Amen? With the leading of the Holy Spirit, He will guide us, guide and direct us as the Father tells Him to. As the Father tells Him to. So when you know the Holy Spirit is telling you something, we know that God is saying, do this. Do this. This is what I want you to do. Because He only does as the Father says to do. Hallelujah. We have been given the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, to guide us into all truth. All truth. All truth. All truth. There is no non-truth in Him. All truth. Amen? There's times we're not sure what the truth is. Amen? But all we got to do is say, okay, Holy Spirit, reveal the, tell me what the truth is on this. It may not come just like that. But guess what? When we ask Him about something, that don't mean we got to make a decision like that. Okay? I won't make the decision until you tell me to. Tell me what to make. Amen? He doesn't speak of Himself. That's, that's important. He doesn't speak of Himself. What He hears, He says. He speaks to us exactly. We, as we are sensitive to the Holy Spirit, He will reveal to us what we need to know as important. We have the authority given to us to do whatever it takes. Amen? Jesus has given us authority over the enemy. In closing, Luke ten nineteen. Verse 19 says, Behold, I have given, I give unto you power to tread on, tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. We have Jesus' authority to activate in every situation to overcome whatever temptation, scheme, lie, and any other attack the enemy brings against us. With Jesus in our life, we have the greater one in us. Who is the overcomer? And who has made us overcomers? Once again, we can overcome every attack the enemy brings against us. Because the greater one, Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit lives in us. Amen? And we never have to be questioning ourselves, is this right? All we got to do is say, Father, if this is not you, I won't do it. That's hard to do because we got to deal with the flesh. Amen? That's where the discipline comes in. Amen? The greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah.
We are strong in the Lord because He is in us. We have the strength. Ephesians 6.10 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Then our might is His might. We have the joy of the Lord. We have the joy that He has given to us because the greater one is in us. Nehemiah 8.10 Then He said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We need strength. We just start. We can start laughing. We can just say, "Lord, I thank you. I thank you." I even do just do a dance, you know. Hallelujah! You say, "Well, I don't feel like it." Guess what? When you start to do so, and let me tell you something: David danced before the Lord. You say, "Well, I look foolish." That's okay. When we was kids. We really look foolish. But guess what? God loves us. Amen? God loves us. And all we got to make sure we're doing is pleasing Him. Amen? Pleasing Him. If He says dance, dance. Because sometimes, okay, sometimes our breakthrough all it results is the dance. If he says to dance, there's a reason why. If he says to shout, there's a reason why. If he says to laugh, there's a reason why. Amen? We have peace through Jesus, the greater one. We have peace. And guess what? When we do our, the dance, when we do the laugh, and I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, when we do, we will have peace. Knowing that we're doing exactly what God says to do. 